the most important thing you could share with me today is your perspective. Because the freedom of perspective fuels the logic we use to defend truth. We never stop fighting for freedom and truth, and that is what makes us Americans. Welcome to Critical Thought with Noah Chalaya. KNOX 107.9-1033 FM. Good morning. It is 906.35 on our way to a daytime high of 40. My name is Noah Chalaya. I am your host. Delighted to be here with you. A Massachusetts Air National Guard member has been arrested Thursday in connection with the disclosure of highly classified military documents about the Ukraine war and other top national security issues. Alarming, an alarming breach that has raised fresh questions about America's ability to safeguard its most sensitive secrets. The guardsman, he was an IT specialist, identified as 21-year-old Jack Texera, and was taken into custody without incident after the FBI and officials converged on his Massachusetts home. Now, Attorney General Merrick Garland has come out and said that he's going to charge him with removing and transmitting classified national defense information, a crime under the Espionage Act. Joining me to break this down is former military Nathan Wolf. Welcome in. Hello, oh, and, and thanks for having me. This is, uh, this is an honor to be on, on the show. Well, so you might be one of the one of the best slash only people that can really help me break this down because you are a your former military and you're currently uh, in your currently work in the IT field have for quite some time and are just kind of an all around nerd. This is true. I, I, I'm a, a major nerd and I, I, um, I actually have, it's still good now, but I do have a security clearance still that's, that's valid. And so I'm, I'm very well versed on policies and procedures and handling of classified material. Okay, so Nathan, when you when when the news first broke and you heard about this and you started to see, hey, some of these documents are coming out and being leaked, I want to take you back to the Snowden days. What was your reaction back then when you saw Edward Snowden leaking some of his documents? All right, so now I'm going to be perfectly frank with you, which is actually my middle name, ironically. Um, <laughs> I I have um when I when the story first came out, I'm like. This guy is a dirtbag. I, I do not like what he has done. He has compromised national security. He's put a lot of people at risk. He's put me at risk because I was deployed at the time when this happened overseas. And, uh, and so I, I had held that position for quite a long time. And it was actually about 2016 or so when I started listening to this show called, um, you may have heard of it, uh, the Linux Action Show. Okay. And there was this guy on there. His name is Noah Chalaya. And he brought a, a an, an opposite viewpoint to what I saw, having my my nose very deep into the into the military life. And actually, in fact, the the system that Snowden worked on, I I've spent a lot of time in that system as well. Anyway, um, the the point being, I what what Snowden did. Now it's it's kind of those things. It's like I, I don't necessarily agree with how he did it, but I I do agree that what what the U.S. government was doing was not right, and it was in violation of, 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 uh, of the law. Mm. And so there's there's like this this idea. Then there's actually a, a conflict of, you know, what which, it's almost like law a la carte that's happening right now. Which one which one do we go with? Which one do we not? And this is actually a problem that seems to persist today, as far as kind of a as, as a, a lack of respect. Of, of what the constitution stands for and these other laws that conflict with that. And, and I've actually up to the point now where I'm, I'm a very strong constitutionalist as opposed to these other th- things we, we've added on to that. Now I still keep it, now still keep, keeping in mind national security is important, but I think there's a lot more to that onion to, to unravel. So back to your original question, what do I think of Snowden? I think he did a good thing. I think that maybe some, there were some bad, some, negative consequences from it, but there's also been some positive consequences of, of actually shedding light on, on some of the things that our government's doing that I, I uh, fervently disagree with. Yeah. So uh, this is a problem that I don't know that, um, I don't know how to solve it, I guess. I think there's, it's such a complex 
bailiwick of just of a mess right now that there, there's going to be a lot of unraveling that has to happen in order to fix this. So I don't know. I guess I, I, what I'm saying is I don't have a solution, but we got to talk about that solution. It's really what it boils down to. A hundred percent. Your thoughts are welcome. Seven seven five fifty five fifty nine. What are your thoughts on the solution to keeping government secrets secrets? Or do you think, hey, you know what? We're the taxpayers. We pay for the information. It should be made available. What are your thoughts? Give us a call at seven seven five fifty five fifty nine. You're on Canalex. Good morning. I have a question. You said you have you you're in the military, and you have security clearance, and you're in IT, correct? So I'm in IT in the civilian world, but in the military, I was not in IT. My my job was very okay. different. Actually, my job my job was civil affairs, interacting with the local populace. So I did a lot of not intelligence, but a lot of information gathering and storing that information in a um, in a uh, responsible manner. Okay, but 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 you do know IT now. So here's my question: uh, I was in the military a long, long time ago. There's two parts to classified information. There's the, the clearance level, and there also is something which I don't hear much about anymore. It was called, when I was in, need to know. So just because I have a top secret clearance and I'm dealing with issue A, I do not have a right to look at issue B, even though I have a top secret clearance, because that has nothing to do with my job. I do not have a need to know. So my question is in relation to IT, and I was back in the days, it was much more paper than on a computer. That's how long ago it was. Uh, I, I had classified documents in my possession my entire career every day. So my question to you is, with IT, are we still doing need to know? Or are you telling me people who absolutely have no need to know what's on certain documents have access to these documents? Because that's not how it used to be. So, so I'd let, like to hear your let, answer let, to that. Let me jump in on that, if I, if I, if I may. So... This guy was a cyber transport system specialist. So it's a glorified way of saying he was an IT specialist. And so the deal there is, even though he may not have had a need to know of the information himself, he had a need to be able to provide that the infrastructure and access to the people that did need to know. So they use a term called PRIVAC or privileged access. And the idea there is this is a person who we can't really restrict their ability to get to information because for lack of a better way to explain this, and this might be a bit oversimplifying, he's the dude that sets up all of the computers and the usernames and the passwords and all of the cables from the people that do need to know. I'm not a computer guy, I know that, no, but my question is, is there not a way that he could do his job? He might have access to a file folder, I'll call it, but not what's inside of it. So I don't understand uh, Manning, uh, uh, well, I can't remember your real name. Now it's Chelsea Manning. Uh, it was the same Bradley thing. Low-ranking Army Private. Mm-hmm. Bradley, yeah. Low-ranking, low uh, by the way, I, I hope that, I'm, I hope that he's, she's thankful that I helped pay for sex change, but yeah. that's he, another issue. Um, uh, uh, my question is, how do, do these people have to have access to the documents to do their job? Because if they do, you've got situations then where you have people who clearly – you better be really scrutinizing these people because they have access to stuff that's way over their pay grade. This is true. And, and if I may speak to that, so I don't know what his job was specifically, but there are different roles in, in, with this uh, classified information. So someone who, who just sets up the hardware doesn't necessarily have access to all the, what, what's going through the pipes, so to speak. Now, I don't know what, I don't know what, what this guy's uh, specific like, role exactly was. I, I read through the article, but I, I didn't. It's also um, Air Force, and I, I don't know Air Force as well. But what, what, um, what may be part of his role is actually inputting and sorting the information as well. A lot of times mm. you don't have the higher level people that actually sort the information and put it into reports or, or ways that, that the... Um, you know, the, the brass can actually digest the information in meetings and whatnot. So a lot of times it's, it's actually a, a, a lower enlisted soldier or airman in this case that puts together that information. So that's probably why he had access to it. So, now, the fact, go ahead. No, 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 good. So the other thing too is, uh, the thing that I don't understand. And so he, he apparently had pictures or he had pieces of paper that came from, you know, uh, that, that was being leaked 
showing mm-hmm. it on Discord. So the thing that that's, I'm scratching my head on is it's not possible because he's obviously stateside to get to go to get information, any information, you have to go into what's called a skiff. Mm. It's like a secure area. And so you before you even go in there, you leave your phone, you have no electronics on you as you go into this room. So there's no way for you to make copies of this information. Mm-hmm. And then you don't, you don't take copies out. There's actually a process for how you remove information out of there. And that's, that's also a very, you know, uh, and there's, it's, it's a very tightly sealed process. So this Jack feller, he might, <laughs> it's not going to be just on him that this happened. Yes. He should not have been sharing information and, and that, that's wrong. So I'm, I'm going to be, you know, whether, whatever his intentions were, it, it, the article says it's not ideological, but he has, he has uh, shown some uh, dissatisfaction to, to the U.S. government and how they're handling different issues and whatnot, and then sharing that. Now, where he crossed the line was actually sharing the information because that does put people at risk. Now, I, I think that th- there's, there's a way to go about lodging your protest to, to what a government's doing, and the way he did it wasn't appropriate. But there, the, the, the other issue here, too, is in order for him to get that information out of the skiff or out of, out of the secure area where they're keeping the information, that means that the systems in place for that facility are not being followed. Mm. So this is, this is a bigger issue than just Jack. He might be a fall guy. And yes, he did do something wrong there with the leaking of the documents. But there are some other systemic issues in that facility where that, uh, that was taking place because there's... I, I can't stress enough the difficulty in removing secure information stateside, so CONUS, continental United States, out of out of a facility. Now, if he was deployed overseas, if they, if he was in some place where they have where those rules are a little bit different, yeah, it's a little bit it's easier, but it's harder to get difficult. access to things like Discord. So seven seven five fifty five fifty nine. You're on KNOX. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys doing today? Doing okay. Good. So my, 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 my point is that, uh, you know, as far as the skiff goes, uh, we've heard about a lot of information being <laughs> taken out of those skiffs over the last few years here. So I don't know how secure they are. Um, the scarier fact is, is that the CIA, the FBI, the Department of Justice, they didn't find out about this until it was reported by the media. Well, so here's that's, the thing, right? We don't we don't know part. that, right? We don't know that. Like, so so there's there's two, and I said this yesterday. So we so you can you can listen to the coverage yesterday. It's available at criticalthought.show. But so so there is two possibilities. Possibility one is they indeed had no idea, and the Washington Post actually did all of the real investigative work to track down all of this stuff. Now, this is only possible. Because this happened on the open internet, right? So any geek who knows how to navigate Discord and the rest of it can figure this stuff out, which I think is part part of what makes this entire story so fascinating to me. So that's one possibility is that the Washington Post just did all the legwork. The other possibility is the NSA knew and the CIA and the FBI knew that days after those documents made their way on the internet. And you can bet they knew once those documents started to make their way into the Telegram channels and they just chose not to say anything publicly because they were trying to affect the arrest of the individual. Yeah, but if you go by if you go by the individual's mo, he's a he was a, a star athlete. Uh, I, I don't believe that that story. I, I believe that uh, he did what he did, mm-hmm. and the CIA got caught with her pants down. Possibly. All right, we'll take the first break here. We'll continue the discussion next. Nathan Wolf, my guest this hour, military expert and IT guy. This is Critical Thought on KNOX.
Radio, 1310 KNOX, 107.9, 103.3 FM. Welcome back, 925, 35 out, on our way to a daytime high of 40. My name is Noah Chalaya. Joining me, Nathan Wolf, also going by Cubicle Nate. So we're talking about the leak of information from the Massachusetts National Guard who was arrested in Thursday with the connection of the disclosure of all of these documents. The IT specialist identified as 21-year-old Jack Tessera was taken into custody without incident. So originally, Jack obtained these documents somehow from a secure compartment compartment information facility, also known as the SCIF, pulled these documents out. They believe he did it on paper form. They know that or they suspect that based on the fact that they had creases on the paper looking like somebody folded something up and placed it into his pocket. He then took the time to meticulously transcribe all of this information and post it on a Discord server with some friends that he had met on a uh, on com- on connection through a YouTube channel called Fans of Oxide which features videos about guns and body armor and military hardware and so on and so forth. They eventually moved to their own Discord server called Thug Shaker Central which was a smaller more tight-knit community and as he meticulously copied and then annotated all of these documents and started to place them online. What he didn't know was a lot of the people that were in this server were actually underage, and so they weren't really paying a whole lot of attention. They were more interested in watching YouTube videos on military hardware, and so eventually he got frustrated and started posting actual pictures of the real document. Then on February 28th, pictures of these documents found their way onto a Discord server called Wow Mao, and then on March 4th, onto a Minecraft server called Minecraft Earth Map. Ten documents were placed there, which then made their way onto Telegram, 4chan, and finally Twitter on April 5th. Your questions, your thoughts for Nathan Wolf. Welcome at 775-5559. Welcome back, Nathan. Thank you. Good to be back. Yeah, so uh, you, we're talking a little bit about how information gets out of a skiff and how it might get onto uh, a machine or onto the open internet, you know, there was a little bit of dispute there, but the reality is these buildings are made to be secure. They're designed from the ground up to be secure. So if information is leaving them, it's likely because the protocols put in place are not being followed. That's correct. And sometimes, I mean, in all fairness, this is an Air National Guard probably building that it came out of. They probably don't have all the the, the same kind of safeguards because the smaller group of people, there's a lot more trust there. And so the, the higher the trust level with your fellow you know, soldier, airman, service member, uh, the less they're going to be scrutinizing every little bit. So so Jack did, I mean, he, he did betray the trust probably of his superiors on this. And and, and that's unfortunate. I you know, I I'm reading through the the article again that, that you sent me. It's it's really bizarre behavior that he would have to prove he knew these things by showing pictures of documents. <laughs> that now that by the way that still that still is weird that he took that stuff out. I mean because that, that, that's it's not Shouldn't necessarily happen. easy to print. Yeah, and and every print is at least historically in my my experience is recorded. There's like a, a journal for every every document that's printed on a secure printer. Um, that said. There's just some, there's a lot of breakdowns here of of procedures that allowed this to happen, as as well as probably there's some uh, the interaction between Jack and his superiors. Like there, there's obviously there's some some missed counseling opportunities that happen here too, of you know where he's able to you know vent his frustrations or whatever. I understand you know being in the military for over 20 years, I was frustrated countless times, and but to to be frustrated to the point where you have to vent outside of your chain of command or outside the your trusted military um, system that 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 shows a, a breakdown beyond Jack and, and I'm not really sure where where that is but I, I do want to look at the bigger picture here because the the Jack by himself is is not the exclusive problem. Mm. There is a larger issue at play. Absolutely, there is. All right, when we come back, I will ask Nathan. A little bit about what the frontline effects of these documents are. Why is it harmful for this information to be out on the open internet, particularly in an unredacted form? We'll pick it up on the other side of the news. Doug Barrett standing by with the latest next.
News Radio 1310 KNOX 1079 1033 FM 940 35 out on our way to a daytime high of 40. We're talking about Jack Texera, the National Guard member who has been arrested in connection with leaking highly classified documents on Discord. Your thoughts at 775-5559 are welcome. Nathan Wolf, former military, current IT guy, joins me to discuss. 775-5559, the number to join Nathan and I. You're on KNOX. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey so uh, I don't have uh, IT or cybersecurity experience, but I wanted to just share a little experience with you that I do have. Um, and I have to be careful how I talk about this because I've signed several NDAs for this company stating that I did not work for them. Uh, so let's let's just call it <laughs> let's just call it a fruit company that uh, happens to make smartphones and computers and tablets. Uh, uh, you can use your imagination there. Okay. Um, so yeah, I when uh, I was hypothetically working on projects for this fruit company, um, we had to use key fobs to access the room where the work was being done. Uh, there was a security attendant for the room. You know, we had to leave our cell phones with that person before entering the room. Uh, we had to sign in and out every time we entered or left, you know, et cetera. Um, but the, the way I think about this is there's no foolproof uh, way to secure information. If someone wants to break the rules, they'll find a way to break the rules. Um, so I think what security measures do is they just make it more difficult to break the rules. And, and more importantly, they help catch the person who broke the rules. Right. But but there's no perfect way to secure information, whether whether that information exists on paper in a filing cabinet or as ones and zeros on a computer. Um, that's just my two cents on it. Thanks, guys. Appreciate the call. Your thoughts. You're Nathan. absolutely correct. He's absolutely correct. There's there's that's undisputable. The weakest link in every security chain are the people in it. And, and that which is why I said in the previous segment, if if that soldier, that airman service member is demoralized by something the the fact that his leadership hadn't recognized that and addressed it that is that is also a problem it's not just him yes he did commit a crime yes he did violate policy he did a lot of things wrong but to get to that point there were some other breakdowns that happened prior to mm. and those weren't those were not observed by his leadership 775-5559 you're on KNOX with Nathan Wolf and myself good morning Happy Fun Friday. Good morning, sir. What would you most like to say? Well, it's concerning to me. Uh, we, the taxpayers, I think uh, the budget for the military, and I'm assuming this includes our uh, defense and uh, this IT stuff. I don't know. It's half our budget. Five hundred million dollars. More than that, probably. Dollars. Yep. And uh, so it's concerning to me. I mean, just. Not too recently, a, a balloon from our arch rival China was allowed to cross our whole country. I mean, I'm I'm just bewildered that it wasn't stopped in California or well, before. So again, and that now, is one of the positive side. Not that there are many, but that is one of the positive sides of some of these leaks, as we find some of this stuff out, right? And so one of the things that were was leaked in this document trove was the fact that there that we knew American intelligence knew that the this balloon was traversing and not only that they had an eye level photo of the balloon so they were taking photos of it and surveilling it as it was coming across the US and didn't disclose any of that to the public well that's wrong and uh, I guess it's also wrong these classified documents I mean I take the uh, security of our people and our servicemen and women and everything very seriously. But uh, a president, Trump took documents down to his home. Biden, a vice president or whatever, took them to his garage and whatever. Uh, that shows to me just total disrespect for the seriousness of classified documents. Hmm. I, I just felt well, uh, bewildered to me why that would ever even happen. Those documents should not leave like the White House, should not leave a secured Pentagon to take them home to your home or to your garage. Not right. But anyway, well, thanks and, for the good job, and I will hang up and listen more. Thank you. Yep, appreciate the call. Your thoughts, Nathan. So uh, th that would be a 
uh, a cascade of failures that have happened throughout the chain of command, which again, it does not, that does not uh, make what Jack did any, any less wrong. Mm. And, and, and again, maybe good things that have come from it, like, you know, the leak about the, about the balloon and so forth. I personally have not read through any of the documents. I'm, I sort of uh, call it a force of habit, but I, I sort of, if, if it's a document I'm not supposed to read, I just, because of my, I just call it indoctrination by being in the military. I don't want to read it because I don't want to know because I don't want to have, uh, what if I get captured and yeah. tortured? You know, I don't want to have that information. It's just, it's just kind of like how I'm programmed. What and you I, don't I can't, know can't don't hurt have, you. Exactly. Sometimes. So <laughs> they, you know, that being, I'm mean, sometimes it can hurt you. Uh, that that being said, I, I don't go out of my way to to find out what these secrets are and, uh-huh. and call that a failing, call that a call it whatever you want. I, I'm not going to be offended, but the um, but you know uh, I, I do want to address that the the documents that have been taken out by uh, it, by different people. You know, so if you're if you're the president of the United States, you have carte blanche access to any security any any classified documents. You can do whatever you want with them. That's just the way it is because you have to be able to as president of the United States, you have to be able to negotiate with with anybody and you can't be like, well, I got to check with my security console to see if I can talk about this. That's just not how it works. So otherwise you're not president of the United States. You're the commander in chief. You have carte blanche authority. Um, now other people do not have that under the president. So um, I don't want to, if, if some, you know, without knowing in detail of any documents that have been taken and, and leaked or whatever, um, it, it's hard to be able to say, but um, the, the issues, and I'm going to go back to this. The issues that that uh, that here that this airman has had w- with the U.S. government is pro- he's probably not the only one, only service member that's having these same kind of frustrations. Mm-hmm. The, the issue is, and and this is where I mean, you know, votes matter. If if we you feel like your leadership is failing you of our country, the the one beauty we have is we do have a democracy. We can vote these people out. We, we can get involved. So it, it's something that we, we, we do have some say as voters, as taxpayers, as citizens of this country. And, and the best way to address that is to, you know, be the change that you want to be and, and be the best example of what you want to see of other Americans around you. And, and so that's, that's, you know, that everyone has to do that and we all have to get involved. We can't be complacent. Otherwise you have, uh, as we'd say in the military, ash and trash that moves up in the ranks and is not addressed. And so, you know, with be- complacency is what kills. And and I think that for security documents and for anything else, complacency is killing here. Seven seven five fifty five fifty nine. You're on Critical Thought with Noah and Nate. Good morning. Good morning to both of you. Um, I'm sorry, I'm not liking what I'm hearing, which sounds to me like excuses for what this gentleman did. Isn't this an act of treason? Legally, isn't that what it's called? So they're charging him under the Espionage Act. And so the idea here is he may have not have had a direct interest in helping another country or assisting a, a, a you know foreign enemy of the United States, anything like that. But what he did do was risk the safety and security of the United States by uh, by sharing unauthorized documents with the rest of the world. So they're 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 charging mm-hmm. him. They're charging him under the Espionage Act. And as a military person, he knows full well what he did. And that's oh, sure. why he was trying to hide what he was doing. I just, I just, when you talk about complacency, we need to stop it at the get-go. Like giving him excuses or saying maybe his commander wasn't being nice to him or, or he didn't like something. All that is it, just BS in my mind. It, it has nothing to do with being nice. It shouldn't have happened. It has more to do with duty than than being nice. So, as you as a leader, has have the duty to ensure the morale and welfare of your soldiers beneath you. So, that does not get. There's not an excuse for his his criminal behavior. That I'm not I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is there are to just make an example out of this airman is one thing that that should be that should happen because he did do something that is wrong. He has put. American interests and assets at risk. He's done a lot of things that is wrong. I'm not making an excuse for that. What I'm saying is that is only one layer of the problem. This is an onion of problems. There are many layers that have caused this to happen. In order to get to this point, 
there have been many failures that happen in the entire chain of command that is that has caused this to happen so this is this is a bigger issue than one airman leaking some nasty documents that's what i'm saying 1.25 million people have access to these top secret documents that's the best estimate from the government between contractors people that work directly for the government people that work in security um clearance situations all of these people 1.25 million people have access to these top secret classified documents that's a lot of people to keep straight nathan that is a huge number of people to keep straight. And and again, we can say there's some other issues within the system that would allow this many people access to it. You know, at, at this point, you can also talk about how how big is the bureaucracy in the military you mm. know, or even the, the, the civilian aspect of the bureaucracy that is causing. I mean, there shouldn't be this many people that have access to such sensitive information. Yeah, that, that was my but thought. It, that was my thought as well. All right. We'll, we'll take the last break here. We'll wrap it up in the next segment with Nathan. And then uh, are you able to stick around with me for another segment after that? Or you got to take off at the top of the hour? I can, I can stick around. All right. Okay. We'll take the last break here. Wrap it up with Nathan next. This is Critical Thought. KNOX. KNOX 1079-1033 FM. Welcome back. 956-35 on our way to a daytime high of 40. We're talking about the leaked Pentagon Papers. Joining me, my friend Nathan Wolf, former military and IT expert. So, Nathan, you said when the Snowden Papers were released, you were stationed overseas and it scared you it was something that you looked at and said man that's really concerning i'm very irritated and angry about it because you felt in fear for your safety can you talk about some of the real world consequences to the people in the front lines people on the ground when when people leak information that isn't intended for public consumption but i wasn't like super like i don't know if scared is the right word but concerned not so mm. much where i was deployed at the time but the but when you start to give positions of, of, of your military forces, your strength, uh, other bits of administrative information that, that would allow you to take advantage of the situation, that's when people are put at risk. I don't know the, the full details of what Snowden did. I mean, frankly, I, I pretty much got whatever was shoved down my throat by the, uh, the, the, the corporate media of the time. So, and, and I haven't really looked back on that Mm. to really dig into it deeper so i just just so you're aware but but when it comes to secure uh, like secret information anything that can compromise troop movement or or any any form of strength of of force in any area future operations especially those are the things that are are of highest concern to me and and my my immediate uh, reaction to snowden what he did was he is compromising the how the system works in future operations. That was that was my immediate concern. Mm-hmm. And and again, where I was deployed at the time, it was not a, it was not a uh, a super hot environment. The the uh, it, it was a, a combat zone, but it wasn't like it wasn't active kinetic activity happening at that time. So not really concerned at that time for for anything. But if it also the other thing too is if you show weakness, then that gives uh, motivation and it, and it gives uh, um, it gives mo- motivation to your, your enemy to actually strike at that time. That's mm. the other thing too. So if you if you show any kind of weakness, you know there's lots of things that the U.S. has done to show weakness lately, which which arguably causes our our adversaries to want to take advantage of the situation. You know, I think what what sometimes people don't fully understand is that you know there's a lot of bad people out there and they want to do bad things to us so- and they're training all the time. Seven seven five fifty five fifty nine. I got about thirty seconds. You're on the air. Okay, just let me ask you a real quick question. So, if we have over a million people with access to these documents, 
what are the real odds that there aren't people who are spying for other countries that don't have access anyway? And if they have access, what harm did this really do? It's, those are very good points. If there's a million people to access those documents, yes, you have a million avenues for for people doing bad things. And, and, and when you have a loss of morale in the system and people are not don't feel like like the the our government or or the system that we have here that the u.s is really helping you and is on your side yeah you, you can cause demoralization within our own ranks and all right we got to leave it there i'll pick it up uh, after the break this is critical thought ain't nobody gonna tell me how to Radio 1310 KNOX 1079-1033 FM. Welcome back. It is 10.07.36 on our way to 40. My friend Nathan Wolf, former military and IT experts, joins me as we talk about the document leaks coming out of the Pentagon. It's a Massachusetts National Air Guardsman who was arrested on Thursday in connection with the disclosure of these highly classified military documents. The Guardsman, an IT specialist identified as 21-year-old Jack Tessera, was taken into custody without incident. He's a cyber transport system specialist, which essentially means he's a glorified IT guy that is responsible for military communications and building the military's network. Tessera would have had high-level access to security clearance because he would have also been tasked with the responsibility for ensuring protection for the networks. And so if you haven't been following this story, uh, these documents leak their way onto a Discord server later to a smaller uh, uh, another Discord server uh, that was focused around Minecraft eventually making their way onto Telegram, 4chan, and finally Twitter, which is where it kind of erupted into the public spotlight. The Washington Post tracking down some of the people in that original Discord server interviewing and finding out they're under 18 and got parental per, uh, consent to interview them. They knew this guy with a state he lived and worked in and had been sharing documents with him for months. Your thoughts at 775-5559. You're on KNOX. Good morning. I have a question that kind of goes backwards. Um, he said before that the president can get any of this information. That I agree on. But how does he get it to his home? Doesn't they have somebody to check it and follow it and make sure it gets back? And they can just leave it in the garage with no watching it or anything uh, are we talking about uh the uh documents the that, from president joe biden yes or okay so i it's really hard to say on any of that i mean a vice president does not have access to those things can take it back which i think that's when they were taken back i guess i, I don't know for sure on that uh but there is a process for for someone to get classified documents and take them out. There, there is an actual process for that. And the higher the ranking you are, the easier it is to to do that. So if there were, if things were, were laid out properly or followed properly, there there is a procedure for that. And I don't know the details of that. Uh, to be honest, it's not something that like, you know, oh, classified documents. I'm going to go, you know, learn as much as I can about that. So it's not really something I can say for sure on because it's not like an area where I focus on. Uh, I think that the, um, however, I, I do believe that that there is, the, the law has to be applied equally across the board because we are all, all equal citizens in the United States of America. So obviously if you have more money, you have more privilege and so forth and more position, you have more privilege, but you still, you still are subject to the law. And I, I'm not a I'm not a legal scholar here, and I, I don't know the details, the, the legal portions of it. So I'll let that play out. But yeah, no, you you are subject to the law the same as anybody else. Seven seven five fifty five fifty nine. You're on KNOX. Good morning. I wonder if this gonna, if uh, this uh, young man is going to be the next recipient of the Presidential Medal of Freedom for his treasonous act. Uh, 
What? <laughs> you know, uh, didn't Joe Biden give the Presidential Medal of Freedom to a transgender traitor uh, last year or year before? Oh, maybe. I guess I didn't follow that. Yeah, I missed yeah that one well, too. Uh, this guy would be a candidate for the next one. So, Well, it, I, I think know. that it depends on, on what side of the, uh, the political spectrum you're on as to whether uh, or not you get awarded or not. So. My 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 point exactly. There is no uh, uh, there's a two tier justice system here in America. Those that have get go, get away scot free. Those that uh, do not have, all right, they go to jail, all right. And that's not right. Uh, uh, they should be equally uh, applied uh, across the board. The justice system. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Thank you. 775-5559. You can call or text that same number. Email us live at knoxradio.com. So, Nathan, if I can, I, or, well, let's do this. 775-5559. You're on KNOX. Good morning. Thank you, and thank you for your guest, Noah. Um, I guess the way I look at this is, and you're, you're involved in it, and both of you are involved in it, the IT industry for most Americans is esoteric, meaning that, you know, most most people don't wouldn't understand it. And things that happen with money, and there's all kinds of money in it and all kinds of influence and access to things that normal Americans don't understand. You know, there are things that are happening in that corridor that none of us would understand, whether it's outside business relationships or, you know, you name it. And somebody said something in the last, one of the last callers brought it up and made me think about this. If that many people have access to that kind of information, mm-hmm. 1.25 million. How sensitive, how sensitive can that, can that information possibly be? It's a joke. Well, I That's think, a good point. Uh, well, so hold, if I can, so in, uh, I'll, I'll turn it to you, Nathan, but is, is the, is the possibility that we've turned the, we've turned the paradigm on its head? That is to say, we've classified information based on how sensitive it is, and then we've just increased the number of people that had access to that sensitive information. Well, that, and the, and the mere fact, I guess my, the, the, the big question is, who classifies this information? So I'll let you take that, Nathan. So there are different ways that information gets classified. The, there are some general guidelines as far as like, if this information is released, how much damage could it do to national security? That, that's really what it, what it boils down to. That's what makes something classified or a degree of classification. There are different degrees of classification. So when some things that are even like unclassified like unclass information, when you put many bits of unclassified information together, then it can actually become classified because the information in aggregate becomes dangerous, which is why I wear a little bit of a tinfoil hat and I do things to block advertising on my computers because mm. the aggregate of the information is what is dangerous, not the little bits of information in and of itself. But when you pull all that information together, that's when you can make you know, decisions, tactical decisions that could cause harm to somebody else. So anything that, that can cause loss of life, uh, limb, eyesight, or, or uh, loss of, of um, equipment, that massive loss of equipment, that is what consi- can be considered classified information. You can also have somebody who is a classification authority say, this is classified, keep it, keep it under lock and key. That, that's th- those are the general different ways that it can happen. 775-5559, you're on KNOX. Good morning. Yes, I have two observations. The first one is, um, we all seem to be worried about the fact that this this was hacked or, or removed and stuff, and I agree that's bad. But nobody seems to be focusing on the fact that it also showed that we were in a lot of places we said we weren't with a very, <laughs> very large military presence. And that's being hidden under, oh, my God, we must kill the messenger, a la Snowden. My second point is this. If it's this easy and we go to the all-digital dollar, well, gee whiz, I feel secure about that. Well said, Nathan. Can we can we talk? Can we dig into that a little bit? What about the actual sure. information? So, so the information that came out of this is is actually 
it's really interesting, right? So there were there were vivid documents that had you know plain text rendering, detailed charts of battlefield conditions about Ukraine, highly classified satellite images of the aftermath of, of the Russian missile strikes. They had sketches of potential trajectories for North Korean ballistic missiles and how those nuclear missiles would potentially reach the United States. Another, I think, there was photographs of a Chinese spy balloon that floated across the U.S. and it was snapped at eye level, presumably by a U-2 spy plane, as as well as a diagram of the balloon and the surveillance technology that were attached to it. So this leads us to believe that the government knew in real time that this was happening. Meanwhile, people were reporting on it because they're watching this thing fly over their heads. We don't hear anything from the government. It, it only comes out in the news media once people... Uh, you know, start snapping pictures of it. At least some of the documents appear to have been printed from something called Intellipedia, which is a data sharing system that intelligence agency uses. So th- th- there's there's a whole treasure trove of stuff. And quite frankly, it's pissed a lot of people off. You know, there were there were there were documents in there that showed that Egypt had planned to sell Russia Russia tens of thousands of rockets, suggesting that Russian mercenaries had approached Turkey, um, a NATO ally, to buy weapons to fight against the Ukraine. I mean, all sorts of stuff has come out in these documents, and we wouldn't be aware of them had they not been leaked. So you're right; we spent a decent amount of time vilifying the act of leaking the information. But to your point, ma'am. There has been a lot of really, really damning stuff that has come out in these documents. Can you speak to that, Nathan? Uh, that's actually a large part of my problem with with just how things are going. There is a almost a subversion against the American people by the U.S. government at this point, and which which makes it which is very demoralizing for service members because you know when when I when I took the oath to uh, to uh, protect and defend the Constitution against enemies foreign and domestic. I meant that. That was something that, that really meant a lot to me. That 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 constitution is what means a lot to me. So, you know, the the fact that we have our fingers in so many places around the world the way we do is actually very concerning. If we are invited someplace and asked to be there, okay, fine. I get it. That's that's all right. You know, as long as that there's a, a mutual benefit to it. That that's one thing. But the fact that we are you know, surreptitiously putting ourselves in different places around the world for control, for control for what purpose? And, and and then you and I as taxpayers are paying that bill, and yet we have no say on it. Yeah, there, there's a lot here, and and that and the, the caller is not wrong whatsoever. That's all stuff that does need to be addressed. And and the best way I can say to address that is, you know, with with your politicians that represent you. You know, you need to call those offices. You need to, you need to bother them. Say, hey, this is a problem. Why is this happening? Why was a spy balloon just allowed to just take pictures across the country? You know, I would actually then start asking the question: Who made the decision just to let they they tracked it right? Who made the decision to allow that to be just go across the United States un, unimpeded? Mm. Who did that? That that's that's a treasonous act right there, as far as I'm concerned. You know, if I if I take a uh, become a if I were to become a politician, which I I, I hope that <laughs> I do not. Neither one of us are cut I, out for it, Nathan. <clears throat> no, no, I wouldn't. I I think that there, there's be people wouldn't like me, and that's okay. People don't have to like me. But the uh, but if I were a politician and I swore to protect the the Constitution, and I'm allowing these things to happen, I have broken my oath. I'm an oath breaker at this point. There are some oath breakers in our in our political system, I don't know if they are part of the the um, the, the unelected or the elected that uh, that that consciously allowed this to happen. Yes, this needs to be addressed, and I do not know. I have no idea what's going on here, and this is this is very concerning. Which is why I say, you as an American citizen, you need to stand up. You need to ask the questions. You need to be involved in your local po- your your local government, and and upward, and put the pressure on your politicians to do the right thing. That's the best I can say. That's well said, sir. We'll take the break here. We come back. We'll dig in further. One of the things that is so fascinating to me about this story is with the spy balloon coming over the U.S., people were able to look up and see it because of social media, because of the Internet. The government had no choice but to respond because people knew about it. What was so fascinating about this document trove leak is... The Washington Post was able to dig into the Discord server. They were able to go into the Minecraft server. They were able to go on 4chan. They were able to go on Twitter. And they were able to find a lot of this information with or without the government's help. 
I think this largely changes the paradigm of the nature of information in 2023, how it's spread, how it's shared, how people have access to it, and how they deal with that. We'll pick it up on the other side. This is Critical Thought on KNOX. Radio 1310 KNOX 107.9, 103.3 FM, 10.26, 35 out on our way to a daytime high of 40. We're talking about the documents that have been leaked by a National Guardsman, my friend, former military, current IT guy, Nathan Wolf joins the program. Welcome back, sir. Thank you for letting me be back. <laughs> 775-5559, you're on KNOX. Good morning. Good morning. So all this stuff was leaked and then a paper going prints it all? Aren't they villains? The guy who printed all that freedom of the press. Well, here's, but if they so, know it's secret. So to your po- so well to your point, right? Again, and this is what makes this so fascinating. I I, I told Doug Barrett, uh, uh, I ran into him in the hallway, and I, I told him, I said, since I've been on the air on October tenth, this has been the this has been the thing I've, I've probably dug into more hardcore than any other story I've done since I've since I started on the air in October tenth. And the reason is, everybody, to include you, has access to this information, right? Everybody. Can go out onto can can install Discord. All of these you can you can go onto 4chan. You can go onto Twitter. Once this information gets onto the internet, you as well as everybody else, to include Russian intelligence officers, Ukrainian intelligence officers, everybody is able to join these Telegram channels and is able to get access to this information. And so, I don't think the government is doing themselves any favors. By trying to protect, like sticking your, you can't put toothpaste back in a toothpaste toothpaste tube. You can't put a genie back in a bottle. And once information is out on the internet, let's stop pretending. Stop the the, the the idea that the government would sit there and pretend like this stuff is still classified and still secret and there's still a potential. Like that's a joke. It's a complete and utter joke. So no, the Washington Post is not in, in any way the villain here for publishing what was already widely available on the internet. They All they did was make it condensable to normal people so that you can understand what it was that happened. But the people who are actually, the, the people who actually propose a serious risk to the U.S. interests, those people already had this information, and they have had this information since the beginning of March. Well, how about, about a couple of weeks ago when uh, Alvin Bragg leaked all the stuff about Trump hearing and all the different things? Everybody knows about it before they even go to trial. Shut for a while. Yeah, and I, I mean, I thank you for the call. Again, you would you would say the reality is you can tell jurors stay off your phone, stay off of the news media, stay off of the rest of it, but you have no way of actually affecting that outcome right there's there's nothing we live in an information world that is simply too dense for that to be an effective strategy so the idea that we're going to willfully suspend information is just to me it's a non-starter and 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 frankly it is like it is it is akin to burying your head in the sand like an ostrich like i won't look i promise and then you know you stick your head in the sand it's out there it's it's widely available we can all go read it we can all be aware of it so let's just talk about it as if it's plainly obvious and plainly true because we can all see that am i wrong nathan is that is that the wrong approach to take you are not wrong but the caller's not wrong either and and the fact that when you have leaks like this if those leaks go unpunished all you're doing is emboldening and enabling people to make future leaks mm. By not by not punishing it, so you know it doesn't matter if it's if it's somebody who's a juror or even who's who's a judge, they are still subject to the law. I mean, there's, there's the fact that we are not abiding by the rule of law is mind-boggling to me because it just it allows for more of more bad things to happen, and you know I think good can come from any situation. So even though something bad has happened. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the leaking is bad. The action was bad. Things that, you know, no matter what, good can come from it if we search for the good and correct what's leading up to the bad from happening, which is why, again, I go back to the chain of command is is at fault, not just this airman who the last name, Texera, Texera, not just the airman, but the, the entire the entire chain of command is is culpable for this 
and, and I'm, and I'm going to go that entire chain of command all the way to the very top. There are problems throughout the entire system that's not being addressed. And th- these, are, these are moral issues beyond just system issues. Well said, sir. All right. We'll take a break here. We'll run over to the KNOX newsroom and get the latest from Doug Barrett. We'll continue with Nathan Wolf next. This is Critical Thought on KNOX. Radio 1310 KNOX 107.9, 103.3 FM, 1040.35, on our way to 40. With me, Nathan Wolf, former military, current IT expert, and an all-around geek. We're talking about the leaked Pentagon Papers from a guy who went by the screen name OG. He told his online companions that the government hid horrible truths from the public. He claimed, according to the members, the government knew in advance that a white supremacist intended to go on a white on a shooting rampage in Buffalo supermarket in 2022. And the attack left 10 dead, all of them black and wounded three more. OG said that federal law enforcement officials let the killing proceed so that they could argue for increased funding, a baseless notion that a member said he believed considered to be an example of OG's penetrating insight into the depth of government corruption. OG had a dark view of the government. The young member said he spoke of the United States and particularly law enforcement intelligence community with sinister force that sought to oppress the citizens and keep them in the dark as he ranted about government overreach. So your questions, your thoughts are welcome. 775-5559. You're on KNOX. Good morning. No, I've been listening, and I heard, you know, not that long ago you went through some of the things that were classified and they talked about. And uh-huh. I, I'm going to say some things after I get done here. I, I don't know if I should expect an FBI agent in my door, but uh, <laughs> I, subscribe, I subscribe to a website, uh, a news source. I get a weekly update on the Ukrainian war. I can tell you what type of arms Iran has sold, how many. I can tell you what North Korea, how many people know North Korea, not combat personnel, but has workers over there helping Russia. How many people know that? Mm. I can tell you where the, where the Ukrainian troops are being currently trained at NATO bases. I can tell you what kind of tanks and Bradley, I, I can list all the, the different NATO people they're supplying things. I can tell you that I have detailed battle maps in my computer uh, I get a weekly update telling me what's happened, what's currently happening, and what is happening. I got videos of current uh, battles. I, I I got the Wagner Group information. I got all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So the the point, I guess, is if this is what the guy's releasing, all this is available in the mainstream. Well, I uh, I can tell you I can tell you what Russian planes took off from what bases and what kind of cruise missiles they fired. I can tell you how many missiles. And an attack, Russia fired, how many were shot down and how many struck their target. And that's all available. Well, so and here's the deal, right? If news agencies are able to get their hands on this information through whatever means, that's one thing. It's different when you log into Intellipedia, a a system for highly classified information and get the information there and then send it out. You know, so for example, some of that information is available. Was that were the pictures of the Chinese spy balloon taken at, you know, eye angle were, were those available Were was the fact that the Russian military had help from Egypt and was selling Russia, you know, thousands of rockets were those things available. I mean, so there's what I'm saying is like, even if the information itself isn't that damning, the fact that these countries are in bed with these other countries and who's helping who that, is all highly problematic for U.S. interests. Well, I agree there. For example, the spy balloon, uh, I knew shortly after, from the moment it took off from southern China, we were tracking it. We were tracking it on on liftoff. And so I agree with you. uh, If it's classified, it should be getting out there. But my point is, uh, what I just went through with Ukraine, where's the mainstream media reporting this information? Because I've got it. Well said. I appreciate the call. 775-5559. You're on KNOX. Good morning. Hi, Nathan. Say, we have hundreds of leakers right here in Grand Forks, North Dakota. I believe we have Chinese spies at the University of North Dakota in Grand Forks. 
Chinese professors and UND aerospace st- students. You know, a Chinese balloon, spy balloon, flew across the U.S. Should we expel these people as a security risk? You know, the Air Force stopped the, the corn plant in Grand Forks. But what about the airplane factory that's owned by the Chinese right here in Grand Forks? Can you address these, Nathan? Thank you. That's a, that's a tough one to um, to address. I mean, at this point, there are lots of people that would wish the United States harm within the United States. The enemy is within, and and that's pretty well known. But the, I, I think another thing that has to be that has to be addressed. I mean, I don't know how to address that at, at my level. There is a lot that has to be addressed at much higher levels, and and you know, greed plays a big role in a lot of this. Mm. And who is who is benefiting from what? You know, follow the money. I'm sure you've heard that that before. And you know, I think if you follow the money and you find out who is allowing this, I mean, the fact that we, the U.S., have been sold out on our manufacturing capabilities a long time ago, that's also concerning. You know, I but I don't know. Is it is it because they were they were knowingly doing something evil, or is it more the banality of evil? You know, there's there's a lot there's a lot to uncover there and it's, it's really hard to address. It really is. I, I don't have, I don't have solutions and I barely have the details. I'm just learning a lot of this stuff now. You know, I'm not from North Dakota. I'm, I'm from another cold state called Michigan. And, um, you know, I, I only know what's going around around me. And I think you as a citizen of, of your state who, who loves your country and, and, and the people who are in your, you know, in your neighborhood, you're the one that has to, to address these things at your level. I, you know, I, that's that's kind of one of the, the the greatest things about the United States is how we are we are like all these different little democracies and, and smaller governments. Your takeaway, your, your takeaway from this entire situation, Nathan, is you kind of watch and say, "Hey, this guy came out. He dumped all of these this information. You know, there's there's no evidence to suggest that he did this to help American people. There's no evidence to to, to suggest that he did this a, as a way to bring attention to government overreach in an effort to try to stop it. I mean, up and down the channel, what you found was, and and it, it drives me nuts that this man is being compared to Edward Snowden. It absolutely drives me nuts." Because Edward Snowden handled things much differently. He went to responsible journalists. He sat down. They released highly redacted documents, just portions of which, none of which which compromised active, you know, troop placement, any of that. Uh, This is a totally different situation. This is just unredacted information being carelessly dumped onto the Internet into a room with a bunch of people who, by their own acknowledgement, knew that these people were from other countries. And yet he's sharing documents with no foreign on them, a classification meant to intend or intended to uh, signify that the document was so sensitive that it could not be shared with other foreign nationals. And he puts this into an unencrypted open to the internet server that everybody has access to, to include people from other countries. I'm so mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I guess as you hear all of that, what is your takeaway in the way of good guy, bad guy, okay guy mix? Actually, I, I take it as weird. So the, okay. why was he having to be like, show some sort of a, you know, look how cool I am to a bunch of people younger than him. Cause they're minors. A lot of them, right? Yes. Why? Why? Well, I mean, I, I don't understand like the motivation there. What is it? In what his is he words, trying to benefit. In his words, uh, if you have access to top secret documents, sometimes you have to flex. No. <laughs> so that, that's a complete sentence, huh? No, it's that. That's that to me is that's just weird. I, I find it weird, and it's it's it that that would actually point to a another character flaw because. You know, being somebody who has put themselves in a position where you do sign those non-disclosure agreements and, and everything else, you you are honor bound by those. I, I have NDAs that I signed with a former employer, and I will forever abide by those mm-hmm. because even though, even though I'm not not employed by them, because I I just it's an honor thing. I I all I have at the end of the day, you take away my money, my possessions, my family. All I have left is my honor, and if and if you. Uh, if you poo-poo on that, I mean, that only hurts you by, by leaking this information the way he did. Now, if he would have gone to like, you know, like Snowden, I can have more respect for that. Mm. But if you, if you uh, want to flex, 
that shows that you have some sort of um, uh, inferiority complex going on that's that's unaddressed. And that that to me that is a that is more a symptom of sick culture, like you being you being personally sick, than than anything else. And and I I I pity the guy for having to feel like he has to flex to a bunch of minors. It's just again, it's just weird to me. Seven seven five fifty five fifty nine. You're on KNOX with Nathan Wolf and myself. Good morning. Good morning, Noah. Hey, listening to you, you can sugarcoat this guy all you want, both of you. But the guy knew what he was doing. He knew what was wrong. He knew what was going to happen. Uh, send the guy up the river. That's all I got to say. Well, Thanks, Noah. Yeah, I know. I appreciate the call. I don't. I don't think we're sugarcoating it at all. I, I would say, like. I've come out a couple of times and said, I, I think the guy's a scumbag. Like, to do, you know, again, it's different if your motivation is to try to responsibly draw attention to government overreach. There is absolutely a difference between that tact and just, I want to show off to my friends. Now, I might point out that the guy is 21 years old, right? And right. So, so, I mean, the question has to be asked, does a 21-year-old low-ranking military person have the wherewithal i mean the brain is not even fully developed until 25 does he have the true wherewithal to understand the the real ramifications of his actions how old was the average age of the founding fathers of the united states of america Ooh. i mean i mean let i i don't know that age is necessarily is, is such a hard thing i mean life experience how you're trained you know the the character of that that was forged into you by your by your parents and and your um, your neighborhood, as it were, the people who who you you work with, learn with, and so forth. That's what forges your character and your response to that. Mm. You know, it's not. I, I yes, I, I do agree that your brain isn't fully developed. I, I know that mine is fully developed in in my forties. You know, to be to be you know honest with you in that regard. I, so I, I don't know that it, but it's, I would like to say my character is forged as such that, you know, I honor is a huge thing for me, you know? And so obviously you can say with, with pretty reasonable assurance that, that this kid, this, this airman didn't have honor at the forefront of his mind when he, when he decided to leak, to flex to a bunch of minors. Nathan Wolf, the website cubiclenate.com. If people want to learn more about what you're doing in the technical world and as you keep up on your nerd projects, how do they uh, how do they keep tabs on you, Nathan? I'm at cubiclenate pretty much anywhere that I, I have some sort of a, a thing, I think. And um, yeah, cubiclenate.com, that's where I put my stuff that I do. You know, I, I like to explore technology. And I sometimes, I, I don't say I blog about it because that sounds pretentious. I blather, you know, I just kind of speak my mind. <laughs> We appreciate the time, sir. Nathan Wolf again, cubiclenate.com. We'll get you back on the program soon. Yep, that'd be great. I had lots of fun. I, right. I like being drilled by people. It's fun. It is. It's a blast. It's it's a nonstop conversation here on Critical Thought. All right, that'll do it for our time uh, with Nathan. We'll uh, take the break here. This is Critical Thought on KNOX. Thanks for listening to Critical Thought. Download the show notes at criticalthought.show. The content from this episode was taken from the live radio show, which airs every weekday from 9 a.m. to noon on Newstalk 1310 KNOX. Streamed online at knoxradio.com.